0: everyone, it is January 11th, 2023. It's the Dave and Jeff Show. I did not hear anything in my ears that time. Did you hear the music that time? No, but I hear you. All right, well, that's good. I don't have no idea why sometimes you and I hear the music, sometimes we don't. I thought oh, I, I know thought like exactly 16- why, because uh, you're running everything. That could be it. I got to tell you, Dave, you know me.
1: <laughs> this I'm is a, not a good start. I'm a friend to everybody. I swear to God, there's so many of you that don't even know how stupid you are. And I come here, uh, you know, when you think about what I do in my community, yeah. what I do at my church, <laughs> what are you laughing at? Could have been some, I don't have one, but if I had one, I'd be very active. But you get my point. What I do in the community, yeah. what I do for local animals, I don't really do anything for them either. Dave, I, I saw something written tonight Yeah, by our great friend Bryce Miller. Yes, great guy. You may have heard the rumor that the Padres today have signed Nelson Cruz. Yes. As we have predicted for five months. Yes. Not the toughest math problem. You knew it was going to happen. Yep. You knew eventually whether he's like Tom Brady. You didn't know if he was going to come here when he was 38 but or when he was 48. But God damn it, you knew Nelly
0: Cruz was coming to town and today's the day. Today's the day because he was a Texas Ranger.
1: Texas Ranger, and boy, oh boy, doesn't that make AJ all excited. So then, so Bryce Miller tonight writes a column. Signs of Nelson Cruz helps Padres in plenty of ways. You go, know, okay, starting with Fernando Tatis Jr., to which I wrote, nothing against 57-year-old Nelly Cruz, but the idea you have to keep bringing guys in to babysit Tatis is brutal. None of you understood the point, again, uh, from our man Devin. Still a hero to many because he's up snow plowing the streets and he's probably sleep deprived. Yes. And he's probably ragged from being run over by flat lips and Erica. So signing a bat to hit lefties at league minimum, if he sucks, guess what? Wrong. That's not the point. No. It's not the point. At no point did we say anything about Nelson Cruz or whatever he means to the lineup. The point of the tweet was, you again need to bring somebody in to babysit your franchise player. Wasn't that Jerkson's profile role, right? Didn't Manny Machado do that? Manny Machado. I Wasn't it. Juan Soto brought to do that? Wasn't Xander Bogarts brought here to do that? Over and over again, We continue to hear stories about this kid's lack of maturity and why another fucking guy has to ride in on his white horse to save him. Wake up, Devin. It's not what I said. It's about the point that they don't believe Fernando Tatis Jr. is mature enough on his own to do his fucking job. So he got to bring in 52-year-old Nelly fucking Cruz to hold his hand and tie his shoelaces. And all of you fucking sheep, just take it. Because you can't fucking say the Padres are fucked up. <laughs> and Tatis is fucked up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Then we got noted baseball scout, Erica Debecki. Remember her, Dave? I've heard about her. She signed uh, Yasiel Puig. <clears throat> she runs her fucking mouth tonight. Let's hear from her. Yeah, he's a pretty solid player and only $1 million. Nobody cares.
0: Yeah, you aren't paying his salary. Who gives a shit if it's $30 million?
1: Way better than Cano. I like it regardless of what they think he will be way, to Tatis.
0: Way but, better than Cano. But. <laughs> no one thought the Cano signing was a good deal.
1: Right. When Dave told me four months ago that miserable Padre fan was the most hated guy on Padre's Twitter, God, it hurt me in my heart. I love that guy. And I said, you know what, Dave, you better watch your mouth, you Better watch it. And then tonight I got to read this.
0: Okay. Let's hear it.
1: Dodgers do that with pool holds and it's, ah, man, look at T.O. Albert. Isn't he great? Padres do it with Cruz and it's, oh, look, another babysitter for Tatis. And Dave, look at the obscene picture showing self-gratification. I don't That's like it. That's the jerk off side. Yeah. I don't like it. I You're
0: don't a like father, it. young man. <laughs> Let me tell you about that son of a bitch. All right, off topic, real fast. All right, you ready? Well, hang on. I got shit to hit Benzel Padre fan with. None
1: of this is about Nelson Cruz. It's about what the headline is in the article that none of you want to read because you can't believe your hero can't get his shit together. I'm responding to the headline. This is not about Nelson Cruz. Who gives a shit? It's a million bucks. You're paying ten times more for Drew Pomeranz. He'll throw four pitches. Nelly Cruz will see four pitches in his first at bat. That's fine. game. But if you brought him here to DH and maybe it opens up the opportunity to trade Cronenworth or Kim yep. for a pitcher, you go, okay, I got it. But if the idea is, hey, we need another guiding light for Fernando, then you all should stand up and go, what the fuck is with this
0: kid? That's what you guys do.
1: The guy fucking crashed a motorcycle, ruined his entire year. If that wasn't enough to get him to say, "Hey, maybe I need to get my shit together," then we got a bigger problem. But hey, you know what? You're right. You're 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 ignoring the headline to keep telling yourself everything's going to be fine. I don't care about Nelson Cruz. It's fine. And Jeff was a Twins fan also. He knows about Nelson Cruz. I loved him. I'm talking about the headline and the entire basis of the article that Bryce wrote. To which Bryce replied to me, "Well, not necessarily, but it, it could be." You wrote the entire column on the idea that Nelson Cruz will be another mentor for apparently a kid not mature enough to do his job. Well, he's 24.
0: How old is Soto? I don't see anybody coming in to be a babysitter for Soto. Look, this isn't the first time they've done this. You understand that, right? Yeah, They did it for Machado, too. Uh, Early, yeah. yeah, But Machado got his shit together. It doesn't matter. They did it, too. Yeah. Just like you started. Let's start with the very first thing you said. This fucking organization. Yes. You're paying these guys a combined $640 million. Yeah. You have to bring in Bobby Dickerson and Wayne Kirby because that wasn't enough for Manny. And Manny admitted it. Remember? Remember when Manny said he didn't work hard and he turned it off? Yeah, Manny had to bring in guys. Manny's now on the right track. But, dude, name another organization that has to continue to do this. Why do you have to keep getting guys to babysit your stars? It's fucking ridiculous. Look, you said this all along. This is the Padres' year. Didn't you say that? 2023. This is the year they have to win. Everything is set up for this year. Right. And this kid's going to
1: be a fucking distraction, Dave. You can see it from a
0: mile away. How about the fact Nelson Cruz, in a situation where roster spots are extremely important, now takes one up? He had yes. 10 home runs last year. He's 43. You already had you DH in Matt Carpenter. How many DHs do you need? Okay, so that's the next question. Does that mean Matt Carpenter's going to first and Kim is on the block? Kim or Cronenworth? Yeah. I mean, it, is, a, is a trade coming here? Because right now they Front don't. Front end is something. No, all kidding aside, I think it is. Okay. I think one I'm of saying. those guys, it has to be. And the right? Padres put something out recently where Kim wasn't in the, the group picture. Like it was all the promotions of the Padres and Kim was phased out. So you're like, is Kim about to get traded? Because you're hearing a lot of rumors that Kim and Grisham could be gone before spring training. Yeah. So if Matt Carpenter goes to first, Cronworth goes back to second, or it's Cronworth is gone, whatever the fuck, then I guess that is your DH. But look, that's not a great DH. This is a World Series team, you're telling me. 10 fucking homers. He's 43. Why do you think it's going to get better at Petco Park where they everyone says it's a goddamn graveyard? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take Kim over. What do we have the last boy, year? The big oily bohunk. <laughs>
1: but if it if it's part of something else, yeah. and Kim gets moved for an arm, Cronerworth gets moved for an arm, but I think we all figure it's Kim, and then Grisham gets moved, and all of it comes in, it's all fine. I'll tell you the one thing, too, which everybody is going to ignore, is when you look at the money that was paid out to Engel... And you look at the money that was paid to to today to Nelson Cruz today, yeah, the e break has been pulled on the on the cash spending. It appears
0: it does, right? You're going into the season. Well, we knew a eventually
1: bench. we were going to get there. Trying to no- stay
0: to that second tier of a luxury tax. Nobody
1: is complaining of what Peter Seidler's done. Yeah, they put get- a whole lot of money on the field. I'm not saying it, but we're all waiting to see. Well, how far could he go? How far could he drag it? Well, I think now we have our answer. Fine committed a whole lot more than we're ever used to seeing. But to that point, Dave, you just nailed it. You don't have the luxury as you go back to a 26-man roster of carrying two DHs. You can't do a lefty-righty platoon. It's not going to work. Yeah. You need every one of those spots. And especially when you look right now at a rotation that has huge question marks at number four and number five. Because as it stands right now, interact them however or uh, put them in either way you want you're fine at the top you believe with Darvish Musgrove Snell but then you're looking at uh, Nick Martinez okay we're all excited we hope we love him we hope Seth Lugo not so great as a starting pitcher not so great yep Adrian Morihone
0: again question marks
1: right if 23 is your year when you think about everything that's on the line To me, that's a dangerous game that you're playing. Yeah. And if you had 28 or 30 million to spend, and maybe you take a look at what the Blue Jays have done with their money or a couple other teams have done with those, I don't think it's ridiculous to question why are we going out and getting Xander Bogarts when we had questions at first base, we had questions at DH, we had questions in the outfield, and more importantly, we had questions at the back end of our rotation because you brought in your fourth shortstop and you're trying to tell everybody, as of tonight, Seth Lugo, Nick Martinez are quality enough pitchers to get us higher than we want to be. Last year, you were in the NLCS. You're trying to sell us that Lugo and Martinez can get this team to the World Series, being the back end. And as Dave said last week, and I hate to repeat it, but I think it's something. Boy,
0: you got through last year, really, really clean with your rotation. injury was Yep. And look, let's talk about the entire team. I mean, it's funny. It's one thing nobody ever wants to talk about in any team, not just in San Diego. But look, injuries happen. The aisle exists for a reason. The Padres were pretty healthy last year overall as a team. It was great. Not seeing their due, but look, injuries do happen. And so what happens? Arguably, the Padres team, starting lineup, fantastic. Yeah. Worst bench in baseball. I'm telling you, looking through all these yeah. rosters, I don't know if there's a team that is a bigger Brandon falloff. Brandon Dixon. Yeah, I mean, what the fuck? Look at David the Dahl. <laughs> I mean, Camposano and, and Nola as yeah. your catchers. I don't, under, I don't understand it, I, what, what is happening. But again, this is why I've said before, you need to overspend now in before spring training starts. Yeah. Because you can't make trades during the off-season or during the season like you normally would because your farm system's so shitty. Right. Without getting rid of somebody major. Now, in, in the middle of a season when you're trying to make a push, and you're going, hey, we're here, but we think this is the way we'll match up against the Phillies later on, or the Mets, or the Braves, or whatever in the postseason, you don't want to have to get rid of a rock star starter. You don't want to have to get, that's not the time to say Cronenworth, we're trading you. Now you're talking about upsetting the entire locker room.
1: Yeah. And, and boy, a lot of people, I don't know, I shouldn't say a lot. It seems like it's split 50-50 on what happens with Kim. I love Kim, but he can't hit. He can't hit. Uh, Not at the major league level. Not for a
0: World Series type team.
1: Right. And yeah. you're not good enough in the outfield. You're just not good enough to have a guy that's hitting 220 playing at shortstop. And and especially when you're probably sacrificing, I don't know, 10 home runs minimum if you're putting Cronoworth at the corner. Yeah. Because your
0: first baseman should be. A power guy. Yeah. 30 home runs.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's the norm. It is. And you're not getting a lot of power out of the catching position and a lot of teams that you look at that are successful have catchers that hit 17 to 18. You're not getting that from Nola. No. So you go Soto to tease. Yeah. Legit. Legit. Assuming Fernando comes back healthy and you go, okay, Grisham can't hit for shit. No. no. Come on. Fuck are we doing? Okay. Bogarts. Yeah. Manny. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Uh, but then you go. There's a fall off. Second half of the lineup is a fall off.
1: Yeah. And I wish that would have been addressed to bring a little bit more depth. Yeah. Yeah. Depth and a little more balance.
0: Yeah. And people go, what are you, what are you talking about? I'm telling you, how are you possibly going to make these trades later on? Even the good teams will sit there and put polish on the car in July. Again, nothing to trade.
1: If you, if you tell me today, we brought Nelson Cruz in as a bat. We got him on a one-year deal for $1 million. I go, cool absolute low investment, low risk, potential for, I wouldn't say high reward, but at a million dollars, give me a break. You take a veteran guy. But when he signed and the first column comes out, and it's another situation where we're talking about a guy who can be a positive influence for Fernando Tatis, at some point, do any of you give a shit? Or do you just continue to let the inmate run the asylum? Because I'll tell you, the organization doesn't. Yeah. New York Post today. Make what you want of the New York Post. I don't care. New York Post today picked it up because, as you can imagine, Dave, the reaction to Carlos Correa signing in Minnesota, there is all kinds of reaction. Joel Sherman, John Heyman, uh, close advisor to John Hyman. (laughs) They write, hey, you know what? maybe Steve Cohen did the right thing. Saw two things that came out of the New York Post today. Number one, as the Mets were discussing how far to go to get Correa in, one of the things that came up in discussion was the fact that Manny Machado has the opportunity to be a free agent at the end of next year. Yep. And the feeling was not just Manny, but a combination of concerns about Correa's ankle and knowing that a guy like Manny and knowing that Shohei Ohtani were on the market were enough for the Mets, those three things to say, yeah, we're going to walk away.
0: Boy, that's funny. You went this way. You and I hadn't spoken in the last couple of days. days. Well, I'll tell you this. one second thing from the New York post. Let me give you the second thing. <laughs> Go ahead. Call me when you're ready for me to talk. <laughs> I'll give you the second
1: thing because it ties together, Dave. So take them both. And then I want to hear what you say. So even though people are like, all right, Correa, the ankle, They have a similar situation where the Mets are looking at their $350 million lineup and saying, we have glaring holes. One of the things they feel they need is a bat. They feel like they need a bat in the middle of that lineup. So they listed three or four options. A couple of them were Brian Beatty, the kid coming up in the system. Number one guy they listed, Brian Reynolds. Brian Reynolds available from the Pirates. Yeah. Go out and get him. Yeah. Hey, he's, they're going to ask for a ton, but let's make a play. The number two option suggested today in the New York Post for the Mets to go get a bat was Fernando Tatis Jr. Now, every one of you, because you're all tied in to everything that happens at Petco Park, so of course I'd listen to you. You keep telling me he's not going anywhere. New York Post wrote today that there's a belief that Fernando may have worn out his welcome in San Diego and you may want to get a call and pick it up. Now, I don't know what AJ says, but you're pretty you're pretty solid that you're going to try to re-sign Manny. And you keep talking that you're going to try to re-sign Soto. But your last couple of deals to round out your roster have been a minor league deal for Engel and a $1 million deal for Nelly Cruz. You're not going out and getting Conforto. You're not going out and spending big money on uh, starting pitching, so we may have reached the finish line. That says in order to get Machado signed, Dave, and to get Soto signed, you have to find money, and it's not just
0: the $10 million that comes off the books when Drew Pomeranz walks. All right, so here you go. T- let's start with the Tatis part first. The Padres trading Tatis to the Mets, to me, makes zero sense because I thought there's finally a game plan on what the Padres are doing, meaning they're all in. They traded their entire farm system for Juan Soto, meaning they're all in. There's nothing left. There's no reserve. Jackson Merrill's all you all you have way down there and he's the only guy anyone knows in the Padre farm system from other teams. People who are fans who follow the Padre followed their team like we follow the Padres. Jackson Merrill's the only name. Mm-hmm. He's not ready to play anytime soon. So if you trade it to Teese, what are you getting back? Well, the Mets aren't giving you superstars back. They are giving you Pete Alonso. Right. They're they're going to send you their minor league guys. Yeah, why would you Jeff be Jeff O'Neill? Yeah, why <laughs> why are you in a position to uh, say, we'll take minor league guys. No, we're all in now. And Fernando's supposed to be the piece to say, this is a big boost. This is like our big free agent signing. We got a big bet. If he comes back to be what he was, you can't trade him to a team that you know you have to go through to make it to the World Series. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah, I understand. I'm the number just saying, two guy
1: listed. And they there's they traded- a reason why his name keeps coming up. Yes. And the only reason why I believe his name keeps coming up is because when you're a beat reporter... You're talking to people within the game. These are people that work in front offices, coaches, scouts, broadcasters, but usually it's people more on the baseball upside. His name would not keep coming up in the columns if his name
0: didn't come up in conversation with baseball ops people. And And that, what it means is it means the names only come up because the Padres want it to come up. Somebody's leaking sure. it. Either it's coming from Fernando's side or from the Padres' side. True. Because that's the only way it gets out. Someone Someone connected on one of those positions is leaking it. Could you imagine if it's from the player side? It would not surprise me. 100% would not surprise me. But we kind of called this. When they signed Bogarts, they said, basically, you're no longer a shortstop. Mm-hmm. Go get a bigger glove. You better start learning the outfield because that's where you're going to be when you come back. Would not surprise him at all. Remember, he just turned 24 last week. Mm-hmm. He's a young kid. Used to being a rock star. Things have changed. He might not be okay with them changing. It's not his clubhouse anymore. No, 100% is not his clubhouse. The thing that is is crazy too, and I want to get back to Machado Nelson Cruz was busted for 50 games in 2013.
1: And and to Bryce's point, Bryce wrote tonight in the column that's a lot of uh, that could be part of the equation as well. Maybe not as much about Fernando's maturity, but that's exactly what I look at. But it's the idea of how do you
0: come back after a PED suspension. Okay. Well, you brought in Gaiding Robinson Cano last year. He was busted multiple times. Well, and that was, to was his neighbor. point. Yeah, it's it's goddamn ridiculous. So the much matri- was Cano here. Was that part of the story? Was he the other guy who was babysitting? Was... Supposed to babysit last year. Yeah, he, yeah. Supposed to be the the family neighbor until uh, until Fernando got hurt. Well, I think Cano just was so goddamn bad. They just no, needed I got the it. But I'm spot. just saying, once we yeah. knew
1: Fernando wasn't coming back, there wasn't any point to keep and, him around. And, and
0: so I think they let him go before Fernando got busted. You yeah. know, I think he just sucked, and they needed the roster spot. So here's the deal with Correa going to the Twins. And and people are always so short-sighted on this. You and I, by the way, said if he's going back to the Twins a long time ago. Um, enough patting ourselves on the back. But as soon as Correa went to the Twins, Jeff, mm-hmm. I said, fuck. And not because he's going back to the Twins and he didn't get what he wanted. Because you and I talked about this two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. On where could Manny get other offers outside of come back to the Padres? We all agreed that Manny was coming back to San Diego. But the Yankees are going to bid. The Yankees are going to be one of the teams. Well, now the Mets are fucking in it, too. Yeah. this is That was bad news. And if you can't realize that when Correa went back to Minnesota and that all of a sudden, you know, Mr. Cohen has all that fucking money and he's going to want him, too. Mm-hmm. And Juan Soto has mentioned he sees himself as a Met down the line. Fuck, that sucks, too. But with Machado now another another buyer in there. So now, look, I understand Seidler wants to spend and says he will spend it's tough to spend when let's say you have three billion and the other guy has sixteen billion. Yeah. And fuck, man. And again, it comes down to Manny what he wants it. Now it gets a little bit scary. Now you don't feel so safe, is what I'm saying.
1: It it's all it's always all been about twenty three. If you flashback, a lot of you weren't probably alive or or diehard fans in ninety eight. But ninety eight, we knew it was all in. Yeah. You traded it, for Kevin Brown on a one year deal. And Kevin Brown came in and delivered and was gone. And also after that year, Ken Caminetti was gone, right? Yeah. Handful, of, it feels like a couple of the other pieces. Finley may have been moved. Finley
0: was gone to the Diamondbacks.
1: Yeah, because you wanted a clear spot, God forbid, for Ruben Rivera.
0: Yeah. But that's how it happened. But everybody knew. You lost Derek Lee was big. He was your two-time minor league player of the year.
1: Got it. Yeah. But you went all in. Yeah. And you went all in to get an ace at the top of the rotation. And it
0: worked. It took you to the World Series.
1: Because Andy Ashby probably was better as a two. Pitched his ass off Sterling Hitchcock all year long as a three was fine. And then in the playoffs, look out. And Trevor, the bullpen, and everything worked out fine. Yeah. But everybody knew at that point, it's all about 98. Not to mention the fact That right after the season ended in October, everybody was going to go to the ballot to vote on Prop C, which ultimately became Petco Park. It was all in for 98. Kept the Padres here. Right. So when you looked at where we were at going into 23, it's why I've said for two years on this stupid show that it's all about 23. Because to me, it was. That was the year that we knew Manny could opt out. Right. That was the year that we knew Darvish and Snell were out. Then you go out you do a couple of other things. You go, get, you go get Josh Hader, exactly. But now he's out. And everything lined up, and we continued to say, hey, we may have actually got something right when they were eliminated from by Philadelphia. We knew Will Myers was coming off the books, right? We figured Josh Bell was moving on. There were a couple other guys. Clevenger was going to move on. Manai. Sean, Sean Maniah was going to move on. But you felt pretty good. You were pretty excited knowing that you were going to have a full year of Soto. You looked at it and you said, well, we're going to have uh, something to do in left field because hopefully Profar opts out, which he did. And then you said, okay, we're going to have a gap at first base because Josh Bell will probably move. So what will we have? Well, could Fernando go to the outfield with Soto? You go, okay, Grisham comes back. Now you're looking and you're saying Manny, Kim, Cronenworth did pretty well for us. So maybe we go chase the first baseman. We chase the catcher. But most importantly, we got to get help in the rotation. And instead, the approach was go get Xander Bogarts. Yeah. And I mean, amazing player. But I just if that if, if you're if your money was 30 million, it's like what Dave used to do. He would go to the market. He'd have $30 to spend. Did he come home with a loaf of bread? And some sliced meat. No, he came back with twenty seven dollars worth of ding dongs. Yeah, and three dollars worth of yoo hoo. go, Dave. What the hell happened to our budget? Dave is AJ Preller. AJ went and spent twenty five dollars yeah. on Xander Bogarts.
0: Yes. I don't know, man. Here's here's what's funny. Like this is what I'm sure you tell your kids. There's a big difference in wanting and needing. Am I right? am i right hang on miserable pottery fan just said the go ahead let's hear what this cocksucker says i almost forgot about him i have something to say about him too what did that jerk say
1: he's right back in my good graces he said i hope a coyote sneaks in the garage and bites you both in your little nuts tonight well i'm not gonna hang around while he bites dave so I hope he does come in and bite Dave. But I'm going to be long gone. I'm going to be in the kitchen with the goddamn dog that pisses every time I show up. All right, that's goddamn
0: good writing. That son of a bitch, all right, because I'll forget. Do? do you remember on the show I said a couple weeks ago, I think it was last week, I said, hey, if you want to time this out and see something really cool, I go, LeBron James is scheduled to be oh, yeah. the all-time leading scorer on February 4th. And I go, February 7th is what I would guess because he'll miss a game here or there or he doesn't want to break it on the road. He's going to do it in LA against Oklahoma City.
1: I thought that was very community-oriented. Right.
0: For $120, you can send Lower Bowl and watch LeBron set this record. Yeah. This fucking guy writes me. Hey, I don't want to say it out loud. I appreciate the heads up because uh, even though I'm a Laker fan, it would come off as Dodger-loving. And I (laughs) said, okay. And he goes... I took your advice. I appreciate the heads up. I went and got tickets. My buddy and I are going. And I went, hey, good for you. Hope you have a good time. Do you remember me saying on the show? Yeah. I want to go. I have nobody to go with. Yeah. He was like, I'm not going with you. He went right by me. Yes. That fucking guy. (laughs) Okay. I love him even more. And then LeBron. Guess what? Cocksucker. LeBron took another day off. Oh, (laughs) no. Now he's not supposed to fucking break the record on the seven. He's
1: still going to have friends with his buddy. Oh, Jesus. Miserable Padre fan. I'm trying to think of what I can do. What can I do to to maybe I just if I ask? Hey, I apologize from our earlier outburst because your latest tweet actually made me laugh, and the fact that you skipped over Dave makes me incredibly happy. I'm else. just going to ask you. Yeah. No, I'm asking him. MPF is a longtime associate. Can you please just do us all, not just for me, I'm not selfish. This is for the whole group. So we work this out tonight. Can you please, when you get to that game, just take a picture of the empty seat next to him <laughs> and send that out to us. And go, hey, this is where Dave would have sat if we were so stupid we invited him. <laughs> God, that is like, that is like the chick you wanted to take to the prom. Yeah. Sorry, Eric. I didn't, and Eric's like, whoa, what? calling to say to apologize, calling to say hey what dress should i wear i'm going to the prom with your brother
0: here one of my favorite interaction with the listener this week yeah james royal oh i love jr okay james royal who said to me back in uh back in december he said to me hey what are you gonna do are you listening yeah <laughs> i'm <almost> listening <laughs> just on his phone like a um, little kid at dinner we we're having a serious conversation okay he said what james royal said to me in december what are you gonna do when all the tobacco's gone because you know what i, oh, I yeah. don't have the fact that I dip tobacco winter green tobacco and he goes I'm, I'm a dipper too what are you gonna do and i said i don't know i guess we've got to do those drives to yuma arizona we to cross yeah. state lines Go and to Golden Acorn? It was kind of like laughing about it, you know, the whole deal. And anyone who's ever tried to, to quit dipping, it's tough. It's an addiction. It's it's something you're used to. I had a buddy of mine who quit. He had to stay in a hotel for for two weeks because he said, dude, I almost killed a family member. I couldn't take it anymore. He just started getting jumpy. So I get a, I get a text from James on, okay. on Sunday. Fuck it. I'm on my way to Yuma. No. Dude, he sends me this picture. There's $1,000 worth of fucking tobacco cans right here, dude. JR, say no. Dude, I laughed my ass off. It was straight out, fuck it. I'm on my way to Yuma.
1: I have a question. I don't know the answer, but you may not have to drive to Yuma. Yeah. Are you sure you can't buy it um, uh, at one of the casinos?
0: I've never seen a casino that sells it.
1: You know, like when you go, and I don't know. Yeah, I've never seen a casino that sells it. But on sovereign land. Yeah. If you went out to
0: Saquon or Barona, they all have those gift shops. Yeah, if if anybody knows, let me know. It's a nasty habit. I'm looking to continue. <laughs> yeah. I would. I would really like to know. Otherwise, as I told James, I'll go with you on the next run. You and I will drive into Yuma did, together. Well, did he get that all for him, or is he selling That's for him. To you? No, no, he's getting for. He asked me because he wanted me to get it for me. I said no. I go. I'm. I'm going to a wedding in Arizona in March. I got enough, I think, to get me so, through to March.
1: Hang on, because I. I've never smoked. Because, I never dipped
0: because they passed that law: no flavored tobacco. They're trying to get kids to stop vaping. Okay, but because of the way the law was written, it got so all menthol flavor. cigarettes got yeah. killed too, right? Yeah. So all flavored tobacco is is gone, dude. That is crazy. So like you, can, you can dip the the horrible Copenhagen stuff, just straight copy. Yeah, which fucking feels like you just drank twenty beers. I mean, it gets you so fucked up. But Nobody you wants can't, that. What
1: about like uh, the Skull Bandits? The pouch, all gone. All gone. Holy unless you God. unless you
0: get just the plane, the plane flavor, the plane sucks. And you can't order that from Amazon, right? No, nope. no, you got to go over state lines and bring it back. Yeah, it sucks. Like, yeah, we got like I'm thinking all the truck drivers got fucked up for two. Like all Dude. of us, all of us got screwed. Yeah, hey. but it was, it was meant for vaping, but really it fucked all of us. I know nobody cares. Someone's like, if you don't dip, you have no idea. But it's one of those things that takes the edge off. When uh, I gotten Jeffs around me every day, how many times do you see me pull open a drink in here? And I'm at home. I'm not. I never drink. Right? I'm not. No. A, I'm not a drinker. This is my my one vice. It kind of just wind down.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh God, this is gonna be great. <laughs> I'm just gonna watch you spiral out of control. Yeah, until you leave her the broken nose for no reason. Uh, I won't have one. I'm not uh, Geraldo. You know what? Can I just throw my chair at you. I watched it today. I've had an ongoing discussion with a friend of mine. I don't even know what brought it up. Yeah. There was something that we did from a journalistic standpoint, which was basically nothing. And I made a claim and I stand by it that I am San Diego's Geraldo. Yeah. But basically what that allowed me to do was show the clip. It might be my favorite clip of all time. Dave, where are you at on
0: Geraldo? Disappointed.
1: I love him. You don't I, think he's the funniest guy
0: ever? No, I thought he was serious. I thought he was like legit. Someone that, you know, basically gave you the truth and no one else would. Now I just think he's the biggest fucking puppet of all time.
1: Dude, when, okay, so it made me go back and watch today yeah. on YouTube when he had the Geraldo show. Yeah. And I, I know there's that probably was like a lot of. 1988, 87?
0: Yeah. That's a long time ago. So
1: Geraldo was the man. I mean, he was the investigative guy on 2020, remember? Yep. And unlike John Stossel, we all thought, boy, if you would sent Geraldo in there, Dr. D's
0: not going to clip Geraldo.
1: Geraldo was a, a kid from the streets. But I don't think Geraldo
0: would have been as douchey. No, he wouldn't. As have John been. Stossel would have. He would have got been. his ass kicked, too. He just wouldn't have been douchey to get yeah. his ass kicked. Yeah, but Geraldo wouldn't have. Remember how Geraldo got his ass kicked on the Howard Stern show, too? Well, I was going to get to that.
1: So the, then he gets his own talk show in 88. And he brings a bunch of skinheads in. Yeah. And a big brawl erupts and a guy throws a, a folding chair and it drills Geraldo right in the face and he breaks his nose. Yeah. Well, like, Geraldo, what are you doing? How do you not see a flying office chair coming right at you and smokes you in the face? Then they did the last 30 minutes of the show. That's when it started to waver a little bit. Then... As Dave said, he went on the Stern Show to fight Frank Stallone. Yeah. And Frank Stallone... Beat the dog shit out of him. Beat him
0: senseless. Wasn't even close.
1: No. I think he lost to Anton Williams, too. (laughs) (laughs) But then he rallied back. He rallied back and he went to Fox. And during Katrina, man, he was great during Katrina because he was down there. He and Shepard Smith... Where a couple of loud voices really drawing attention to what was going on in New Orleans. And you go, man, this is great. Thank God Geraldo's down there, not a little twerp like Britt Hume. We got to get our shit together. But then they continued to send him to hurricanes. And it's my favorite clip. He's down at Hurricane Ike and he's standing there and it's raining. Yeah. And he's visiting with a bunch of like the firefighters. And he says to the, News anchor back at the desk, hey, I want to show you as the water's go up. And next thing you know, a, the wave came and took Geraldo completely out. And he's underwater. And the anchor's like, oh no. And all the firefighters come running over. And Geraldo gets up. He's laughing. I'm all right. I'm all right. I just got wiped out. But it's so funny because I always say, if, you, if I was, it's what I always wanted to do. I always wanted to go cover a hurricane. And I said, no doubt that would be me first time out just standing there. Hey, it's pretty windy out. Well, I just be wiped out by a wave. No doubt about it. And then, uh, and then, yeah, there was
0: something else. I don't know. He's been wiped out a bunch of he times, has. but yes. How tall is Geraldo? I figure he is,
1: is he five ten?
0: No way. I think Geraldo honestly is closer to like five, six. I think Geraldo is short. No. Yeah. He's tiny, man. He's not a big dude. Be a good match for Erica. Oh, yeah. They could go. Yeah. Same size as the two on the top of the wedding cake. It'd be great. Uh, uh, Put lifts in their shoes. How about her? Tough scene. Did you call? You went after Laura earlier in the show.
1: I, I swear she today. We love fangirl and we love Erica. They're so funny. I swear to God. Those two are so funny. Laura today had a Met fan. So upset. Dave, think about this. Have you ever been so upset at a woman? I swear, as I read it, I almost dropped my phone. The guy got so mad because they were going back and forth, and Laura was teasing him for losing Correa, and the Mets fans, you know, greasy ears, Musgrove, and everything else. Oh, shit. And Laura's just crushing him. Every chance, just crushing him. And all of a sudden, the guy goes, hey, listen, no lips. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Comes- Oh, fuck. I said, Dave, have you ever had a woman get you so upset that you would say, I told her, I go, that's the funniest exchange I've ever seen. She thought the guy said that she had flat lips. Yeah. No lips is good, but I kind of do wish he said she had (laughs) flat lips. But I told her, I go, that's the funniest. I go, you absolutely pushed that guy over the breaking point. You broke him. And then that little pain-in-the-ass Erica is so funny on Twitter because
0: her comebacks to people just, those two kill me, man. Yeah, they're they really, f-
1: oh, I love those two. Yeah,
0: don't get in an argument with either one of them. You're going to lose, probably. Oh, they're, <laughs> just, do not well, they're both it. about,
1: as they said in Rudy, they're both five foot nothing, hundred and nothing. And they get people so mad at both of them. But when that guy told her today, okay, no lips, I told her, I go, that is, I, that's like Palais level. Like, Dude, I think that's why you two are friends. Because <laughs> a little bit of asshole. If the Padres had a Diablo, yeah, might be her. Yeah, there you go. She might be the Padres. <laughs> oh, she's not going to like this. I'm going
0: to tell you this. Yeah, she might be our Mandy. Oh, see, I think so. I think she, she is, is right. And she said that that they fight. They don't like each other. Laura and Mandy. They don't like each other. Yeah, but they're it's one like of the same. Yes. They're both outstanding. they both make me laugh. She's yeah, and th- she 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 will hate hearing that more than anything. Usually, but Mandy is to... funny. tell them those two girls would be friends if, if they hung out. I'm telling you. They'd be lethal. Yeah. Can't put those two together. <laughs> it would change the whole world. That's why
1: Erica is so great, because she's sweet. She offends everybody. Can you imagine if she had Laura's attitude? No. Can't put those two in the garage. It would be like, uh, you know, like when the Marines have that broomstick with the two big pads at yeah, the end. Yeah. We'd have to jab on them. Get out. Get back. Get out of here, you little alley cat.
0: Yeah, those two are nuts. Oh, my gosh. Two things I want to ask you about baseball-wise before you look at miserable Padre fan. I love that kid. As I, You brought up the point about all the shortstops. You have different needs. You keep getting shortstops. They did mm-hmm. try and get Jose Abreu at the beginning, and then he signed with Astros, right? So they yeah. were looking for power hitting first baseman at the time, even though only hit like 15 home runs last year. They did try for a first baseman. Yeah. So plans change. They go out and they get another great player in Bogarts. And he is a great player. I mean, 300 hitter, 30 home runs, 100 runs scored. He's, he's a very good player. 30 years old, you aren't going to get, obviously, the 11 years that you want a production from him. I mean, come on, who are we kidding? They'll be lucky to get five. The deal is, just like you tell your kids. I imagine. this is. I know you. I know the way mm-hmm. you talk about money. There's a big damn difference of what you need and what you want. Yeah. And when you think about spending money and how you decide how you're going to spend money, if you're going to sit there and keep going out of what you want, you're going to be broke yeah. Huh. and you aren't going to eventually you're going to be in trouble. The, the deal with the pods with the continuing with all these goddamn <laughs> catchers has been insane, but you're right. You have all these shortstops. It's very, very strange. And I'm curious to know what they get back for Kim. If Kim is on the trade block as well. But at the same time, I, we talked about the holes right now to start the show. I put a thing out the other day. I was just curious. I wasn't looking for a fight. And I think when people, when I talk baseball, people think I'm looking for an argument so I can slam them. But I 100% didn't respond to anybody. Right now, if you had to bet your car, okay, Mm -hmm. or your kid's college fund, which two teams would you pick in the World Series right now? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, So uh, this is definitely not picking with your heart. I know what your heart says. I'm Honestly, if you wanted to get it right, what would you do?
1: Well, I will say, admittedly, I grossly underestimated the pods last year.
0: Now, Well, they had a good postseason run. Yeah. But they did finish 22 games out of first.
1: Now, I I made my prediction with Fernando expecting his offense. We didn't get it, but I didn't know you'd get Soto.
0: So it worked out. True. Right? True. And Soto wasn't even the player that he should be. Yes.
1: Right. And... And look, there's the other thing is too. I I think there's a big addition by subtraction. I think Myers moving out. I think Hosmer moving out. Right, a lot of those we kind of get some fresh blood in there. Yeah. Um, you have a few guys that have been there, right, and and know what it takes with Bogarts and Cruz. Right, Soto comes in. Like I like all that. Um, but I think looking right now. I mean, there's been so much movement. I haven't really looked at updated rosters. I do like what the, I was saying it earlier. I do like what the Blue Jays did. Yeah. I like it, right? But the Yankees have had a pretty good offseason. They season. have had a great offseason. So, and the Mets, right? I mean, even the Mets without getting Correa, but for me, probably National League. I mean, the Phillies have loaded up again.
0: Better than they were. Yeah. World Series team better than they were.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know how you don't look at the Phillies probably right now. And then I think from the American League, I mean, it's just chalk. But I'd probably go, honestly, I'd probably go Phillies and I'd probably go Toronto. I picked Toronto last year, yeah, they did. but I, I kind of like what they've done. So, yeah, if I had to, I'd probably go Phillies and Toronto, but the Yankees would be, like, right there. i just... I was I was trying not to go complete chalk. So well, I'll, I'll try I, to I don't change even it up. know if
0: yeah, I don't even know if the if that's chalk with the Yankees. I mean the Astros are the team that everyone always wants to overlook, yet the Astros are always there.
1: Well, and I think too, Dave, when you look at it, right, there's still some things that are left. We've talked a lot about Michael Waka. Yeah. Still out there. What if Michael Waka came to San Diego? I like it. Then all of a sudden you go, That to me is the biggest concern. I love the bullpen. Yes. The, the everyday fine. But the bullpen's
0: fine. even better if Lou goes out there or Martinez is out there.
1: Agreed. Or both. Yep. Um, so a guy like Walker changes everything. And I do think AJ still has moves to make. I will say this. While it would make sense to trade Kim, that would bum me out.
0: Yeah, I think that a lot of people. That would really bum me out. I think a lot of people, including the players in the clubhouse.
1: Yeah. But it's one of those things often said, don't let emotion get in the way of making yeah. a business decision. But that would suck. Yep. Um and, and look, Trevor Bauer is out there. Would somebody sign him? I'll say this, doesn't make me really happy. I
0: think keep an eye on the twins. That's an interesting call. I don't I, think you're wrong on that. I think keep an eye on the twins. How would the people but, in Minnesota react? I uh, probably wouldn't be happy.
1: But but when you look at their rotation and it's sunny gray at the top. And Maeda coming back. Yeah. Like, they've got a bunch of twos and threes. Now, Bauer hasn't pitched in two years. And who knows what he's going to be. But they could keep an eye on them. Especially if the Dodgers are paying the, what they have
0: to, the $25 million. Yeah, it's only 700000 you have to pay them.
1: Yeah, I mean, we talked about the Astros,
0: Cincinnati, right? Here's a crazy one for you, all right? You said Cubs. Minnesota. Minnesota's not a bad call. Because I, uh, I was thinking Bauer, first thing popped in my head was the Rangers. But here you go. Minnesota's a great call, in my opinion. Look, look at this. What if the Brewers said, we want them? Oh, my God. With those three? Those three. Right? You'd have Corbin Burns. You'd have Brandon Woodruff. You'd have Trevor Bauer. Uh, yeah. Right? Not a lot of offense, but fuck, man. Yeah, they could beat you with the pitching, especially in a in a series in the playoffs. Yeah. Didn't they just get, what was the Colton Wong trade? Didn't they just get Jesse Winker? Yeah. They got him in part of a. Hold on. Did they get him? God dang it. Man. I think I'll, he I'll, just let me look went. At the Brewers roster. I don't think that was part of it. I'll tell the you deal. the other American League team, Dave, that, that's had a them. pretty good offseason we yeah. were talking about today is the Mariners. The Mariners have had a great offseason. The Mariners are a team to watch for the next 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. The Mariners finally. And the Mariners, again, have never been to a World Series.
1: No. Uh, they're, they're another team that I think you kind of keep an eye
0: on. So I don't know. I mean, again, could a guy like Trevor Bauer hide in Milwaukee? Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he could. Yeah. They got Wilson Contreras during the off season. I mean, uh, yeah. Um You're talking about Seattle? No, I'm talking about the Brewers. Okay. Um, who did they grab? Let's see. Oh. No, they didn't get Wilson Contreras. He went to the uh they, he went to the Cardinals. I'm sorry, who did well, oh they got his brother from yeah. uh from uh the Braves. Yeah. All star. Okay. And they got Carantini stared there. William Contreras, and then they got um, God dang, who did you say Jesse Winker? Yeah, I yeah think they did. He, You're right, they did.
1: Yeah, uh, see, that's a guy, Dave. Are we, uh, you ever played? It's kind of a it's kind of a weird analogy, but but is that like weird? Matt Bush is on that team too. Wow, have you ever played? And, and for people out there, have you ever been in a fantasy baseball league that's an auction league? You ever done one of no, those? No, I never have. So it's pretty cool. You have two hundred and eighty dollars, yeah. to build your twenty-six man roster, right? Okay, and it's really, really fun, and it's really fun too if if you're into things like the Padres and watching what Seidler's doing with his money, because now all of a sudden you have a team, yeah, and you have to budget to try to build a team that can compete in a lot of these leagues. You put 125, you put 150 bucks in a guy, and the guy walks away with six or 700 bucks at the end. You go, that's pretty decent dough. So you want to pay attention. And maybe you can hold a guy over, right? You draft a minor league guy, you can hold him over. But Dave, you have 280 bucks to build your team. Yeah. And... We did these for like three years. I was talking to a guy today at work, what makes me think of it. He's been in one of these leagues for, gosh, 25 years. Same guys, all in, carry guys over. But we started using that because you start looking at value for players. Because now when you look at Carlos Correa or Bogarts or Tatis or Manny being a $30 million player, it's crazy, right? But when you start building your roster... What I used to always do is, let's say you and I are in that league together. It's you and me and eight listeners. It comes around to me to throw a guy out. I'm throwing out Mookie Betts. Because I know you as a Dodger fan, you're going to lead with your heart. I used to be in one of these leagues, and my buddy was a diehard Reds fan. So they'd come to me, I'd throw out Barry Larkin. Yeah, Then they'd circle back to me, I'd throw out Chris Saba. And it would make my buddy nuts, because he could not block out his heart from doing it. But you started to realize as you built it, you might have a couple of $25 guys and then you have $18 guys. But the guys that really make the difference, if you're playing in one of these auction leagues, are the guys that you use to round out your roster that are $5, $6, $7 players that give you really, really good production. And you get a handful of those and you can do it. It's a long way of saying that's why I would have loved to see the pods make a move for Winker. Because Winker, to me, is one of those guys, using my analogy, is probably a 5 or $6 guy. He's not going to be the star on the team when you have Bogarts and Machado and Soto and Tatis, but he's a guy that could do a little bit of what Brandon Drury did last year, which is make a difference in games and kind of take some of it off the big star players, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. the, the You're going to say I'm crazy when I say this, okay? The Padres made a mistake getting rid of Hunter Renfro. Okay, Dan, and, <laughs> and, and do you think I'm crazy? I mean, again, he's making, what, $10 million a year. He's in the last year of his contract. Did he go year. in the FAM deal? He's on, uh, He's yeah, he did. He's on uh, He's on the Angels this year. He's been on a different team every year since he left. But he's
1: he wasn't part of the, they made so many deals with Tampa, he wasn't part of the Cronenworth deal, right?
0: Yeah, I think was, as far as when, uh, well, hold on, who do they send to? Uh, who do they send to uh, Tampa? I believe so. Well, if you got Cronenworth in that deal, then you did fine. Okay, well, here's the deal. You just talked about Winker, all right? Remember, Cronenworth was an All-Star last year, but the second base position was a fucking joke in the All-Star game last year. Yeah. Gavin Lux actually had better numbers at the All-Star break than Cronenworth. Cronenworth's the one that got in. Forget it. So, Cronenworth, since he's been gone, all right? He had 29 home runs last year with Milwaukee. He had 31 the year before with Boston. You know, shortened season with uh, with Tampa. They went to the World Series, and that was it. But you're going, here's a guy that's around a 30-home run guy, decent glove, every single year, and you're going, you, you threw him away. He was your guy. He did. You but, know?
1: but you know why? You threw him away, and A, they didn't, because in that deal it was Renfro and Xavier
0: Edwards for Fam and Cronenworth. Really, but the trade was really for Fam. Cronenworth just happened to luck out.
1: Yeah, worked out great. But if you remember, Dave, why they were fine getting rid of Renfro is right earlier that year is when they traded Fran Mill, and Fran Mill left because they had been splitting time, yes. and they gave the job to Renfro, Renfro, and he didn't do anything with it.
0: He didn't do anything with it. He hit, just so you know, that last year with uh, the pods, he hit thirty-three home runs that year. Pretty dang good a year, you know, yeah. better than goddamn uh, Trent Grisham, better than Fam, yeah. But you did get Cronenworth in that. Day. And so my thing is, though, Renfro didn't cost jack shit. It was $10 million for a guy that hits 30 home runs every year with yeah. a good glove. Yeah. So anyway, again, I don't want to go through Preller's moves right now because I do it all the time and it comes down to hating. that. Look, 2023 is supposed to be the focus part of the year. Nelson Cruz is the big story again today as we do this talk. It bothers me that he's another guy that... Was a PED guy. Uh, Cano was a PED guy. Tatiz is a P.E.D. guy. Rangers guy. Yeah. And you just sit there and go, fuck man. What's the deal with him and the guiding Rangers? Yeah. Can't get over it. Yeah. And what do you think going through Profar's mind right now? Yeah. No market form. No market form. He's not gonna get what he was gonna get here. No. I can't imagine. I mean, I don't Dude, know. Wasn't he asking for like something like crazy seventeen or eighteen million dollars? Oh, he's insane yeah he's now he's a guy without a team we're in basically mid-january doesn't know where the fuck he's going to spring training jody
1: Reed's like what happened i, was, <laughs> I mean i think he was scheduled to make eight
0: eight or nine here he, he was and I'm uh, laughing at a line coach said i don't know guys are walking out of there looking down at their loafers i have no idea what the fuck was that, was that, I, don't, what I, that don't, I don't even wears loafers anymore but dude you said it today. Almost in what context? Someone, something A team lost, and guys are leaving the stadium, looking down at their loafers. And I was like, "What the Head fuck?" Head down. I got it. Head down. But I'm like, I don't even know anyone wears loafers. If I told you right now, I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars. Go buy a pair of loafers tomorrow. Okay, hang what on. What the though. fuck are you going? I wear nooks Yeah, those aren't loafers. No. You don't, can't put a penny in those. Oh, that's true. <laughs>
1: Look at their loafers. What so do we know? <laughs> You know Dan Williams probably has a pair of loafers. You think so? Yeah, probably got him in uh, with his khaki pants, tan. He's making deals out in Denver, <laughs> going out there, dealing with all those stoners. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. My goddamn Twitter locked up today. I keep shutting down my phone, but I did want to tell Miserable Padre fan that I enjoyed that line a lot. You can't get into your phone. No, oh, turn it, keep, it off.
0: Turn it back on. No, Twitter keeps locking up. Yeah, Twitter. Is, well, that's what happens when you fire seventy five percent of the people that work yeah. there. Yeah, fucked up everything.
1: So I don't know what's up. <laughs> Twitter shut down. But if my man Miserable Padre fan hears this, i oh, enjoy it. Right. I enjoyed the line about the coyote a lot. I'll oh, hear it. Enjoy the Laker game. Gets coyote just walks in. Hey, little buddy, what are you doing? Ah, ah. What happened? He bit me right in the nuts. Well, let me see what happens when he comes over here. Come here, bud. Come here, good boy. Come here. Oh fuck! You got me too.
0: That's what miserable Padre fan wanted to happen. I hate to say we do have a shitload of coyotes in the neighborhood. He's not yeah. wrong. He's not wrong. Oh my gosh. Hey, want to mention Brian Curry? Brian Curry is the guy to help you get the most money for your home right now. If you're in the market to say it's time to sell, we're going to move. We're going to run for the hills. Brian Curry is your guy. But at the same time, if you want to say in San Diego County. You want to sell your home and find a different house in a new neighborhood? Brian's your guy. Nobody knows San Diego County better than Brian Curry. Again, when it comes to real estate, he's the guy. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588.
1: Yeah, so great, Dave. Uh, last night, had a wonderful time. Thanks to everybody who came out to Mysterious Galaxy. Uh, just supporting our buddy Matt Coyle. It's tough in the right huh? now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was a shitload well, of Well,
1: the other thing was the book came out in November. So... I always I always kind of end up uh doing the last one with Coil. Yeah. Because when you see it the start he's he I think he told me he made 20 stops. Really? On the book tour. So by the time and and Mysterious Galaxy, the people over there are just such nice people, but it's kind of like if you've done anything 20 times, you're a little beat up. And so I always kind of Go hang with them on the last one. So uh, Joe came out. Erica came out. Erica came out? Cool. It was great. She was great. Uh, Gavin came out. A couple of other friends came out. It was a pretty mellow little crowd. Cool. But they do it virtually. They put it up on their social media. And it, look, it's just to support Matt.
0: Yeah, that's a but, good guy.
1: Yeah, and he's always been a friend of this show going way back. And uh, and he's damn good. And so... uh Joni there? Joni Brown didn't show up. Uh, it's it's her problem. I don't know. It's disappointing. Yeah. But uh, I was looking forward to seeing her. Damn. Probably would have taken her to Rubio's for a Corona.
0: In a quesadilla. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I came out of there, and where do I find myself, lo and behold, but in Point Loma? Yeah. And so many, remember, Pete used to live there before moving to Coronado. Yeah, that's right. But the Verissimo boys, Pointer Dave, Craig Meddy, Billy.
0: They all moved away. Except for Billy. Well, Billy Ken doesn't live there anymore either. Isn't he an OB guy now? Oh, I think so. They all moved out of Point Loma.
1: Well, you know what? I would say this. Their families, I don't know. I hope all those guys are doing well. Love those dudes. But man, you drive through Point Loma, and Point Loma to me is kind of an underrated part of San Diego. I think that was
0: Josh's number one on his list. Point Loma? Yeah.
1: Dude, I agree with that a lot. Because you go through, there's just really cool areas and you got everything you need. Yeah. You know, the one thing I bet is a, is a challenge over there is getting to the freeway. Yeah. And I'm
0: talking about. I mean, the temptation to pull off to a strip club. Oh, uh, sure. Um, I'm not talking about
1: right by the arena. Yeah. Right. Because you're like, oh, I could get everything right there. What the hell are you talking about? I'm talking when you go further down Rosecrans. I guess that's probably south. I don't think the direction is. But when you get way in, um kind of by Humphreys. The okay. No, like you ever seen a show down at Humphreys? Yeah. So great. But when you get way down there, but who cares? So beautiful there. So yeah, when you're talking to Brian Curry, our featured neighborhood of the night,
0: Dave, point loma. There you go. Taylor made pools. Don't forget about your brand new pool. Once you find that home that Brian Curry gets you into, ask about available financing. More than 20 years, Taylor made pools has been absolutely amazing. You, you think about the greatest pool that you've ever seen. You've never seen anything like a Taylor made pool. Make sure you call Alan Taylor, 619 449 the biggest
1: dummies in the world are the guys that say, you know, I have an Olympic pool in my backyard. Boring. Is it a square? That what you're telling me? You got a square in your backyard? Put some put the hose in there for a while. A couple of chlorine tablets while wow, look at you. Uh, look at you, aren't you, Aaron spelling? How boring. It's the one thing we talk about all the time and we do it with no idea at all if it can actually happen. But it's the idea of having a celebrity pool built in your backyard. I don't know if Alan could build a silhouette sure he could. of Jacqueline Smith. Yeah. But he hasn't told me he can't. So I'm going to keep telling you can. You know what would be nice tonight, Dave, for the new year? Huh. I was just thinking one of our friends we haven't brought up in a while, we should probably bring her back. She hasn't been on. How about Nicole Eggert pool? How about that? Right? <laughs> oh, that sassy little thing. <laughs> I, think, I think, are you afraid that we take our friendship with Nicole Eggert for granted? Like, that's pretty cool. Like, I'll yeah. look at Instagram. I posted this picture because I saw the the funniest video last night. And it was this guy and his daughter. Yeah. And his daughter's like four years old. And he's got his daughter out. And she, Dave, is crushing every puddle. Yeah, And it's pouring rain. And the little girl is just laughing up a storm. And the, the point was, you know, it goes fast. And it reminded me of a day that my ex took my sons. They were about five. And she said, all right, guys, let's go. And they were like, where? And she's like, we're going puddle jumping. And it'd be like if, if she said to you and me, we're going to Yuma to get 20 cans of dip. That's for $1,000. Right. Yeah. You'd be like, what? There's no way we're doing that. She said, we're going. This is the chance. And they went out and they hit every puddle. Yeah. Right. And jumping around. Dave, they came back. They were all three soaked to the bone laughing. And it's what I wrote last night. In the moment, you feel like you can do that every day. And then all of a sudden, they're five, they're eight. Now they're 15. And they, they, God, if they just went out in the rain, maybe it would wash some of the stink off them. But you put that picture up and you look on Instagram and Lisa Ann or Nicole likes it. You yeah. And we're like, oh, that's cool. And then I'm like, hey, wait goddamn nicole eggert yeah (laughs) she's nice enough to do that
0: yeah so yeah i think we should have a nicole eggert pool i like that idea i like that idea you know it's funny well fuck it i don't just move i'm just gonna move on i did the puddle jumper thing when i was a kid i got in a lot of trouble for that
1: wait because your mom i'm talking about jack and Cade's mom took them around yeah and said find the
0: puddle and
1: get crazy
0: all right i'll tell the story do it so when i was a kid just like the kids, just like your kids probably did, most kids. You see a puddle, you're like, that's unusual, especially for California. But I was in Tennessee at the time, and I remember I had to run out and get the newspaper. My dad's like, go get the newspaper. Okay. And it rains in, in the south, like it ran been raining here the last couple of days. And so I had we had a really long driveway. I run out there, and I go, and I get the newspaper like he asked me to get. And as I'm coming back, I jumped in every single puddle. Okay. <laughs> and you were, what, 16? This is two weeks ago. And, no, I was... Uh, <laughs> i was probably about six years old okay great and um i jumped in every puddle i come in the house and both my parents we saw you what were you, what were you thinking and i just. And you remember it oh yeah, i remember it and i shrugged my shoulders like i don't know like it was a lot of fun yeah dude i got in like a shitload of trouble like i i, I told him my my dad had this thing where he used to kick me dude uh-huh. I, I literally got kicked for that like i was like uh, yeah where Rent right in the ass. I'd shrug my shoulders, turn my back, but then you could hear him getting up because dude's oh, no. six foot four, 230, and he just came up just booted the hell out of me. But it was, like, it was a kid thing to do. Six years old to jump in a puddle. Yeah. But he watched me go all the way up the driveway and jump in every fucking puddle while I got his paper soaking wet. I was already wet, so what the fuck does it matter? Yeah. They didn't put it in the plastic bag? Of course they did. The paper was fine. Oh, the paper was I was fine. wet. Yeah. But I was wet anyway, whether I jumped in the puddle or not. It was raining on me.
1: Dude, did you ever take uh, Josh or Jake to the puddles? No, you kidding me? It
0: was brought back horrible nightmares. It gave me the shakes every time it rained. What God. do you think I moved to the desert for? All
1: right, next time it rains, me and Sean Walcheff will take you out. You, can- you
0: Promise? Yeah, we <laughs> take- <laughs> we take pictures. We won't kick you. We post on Instagram and get a like from Nicole accurately saying, <laughs> "Fuck, this is a horrible night now." <laughs> 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 oh, can Jesus. you imagine kicking your kid? Never. Never. Yeah. No. Was, uh, yeah. I didn't get like spanked, but yeah, I got the boot. My, yeah, uh, get kicked, but I never knew what the answer was. Every time you ask a kid, why did you do something? And yeah, like I never had an answer, like a well thought out. I just kind of shrugged my shoulders. I don't know,
1: man. I think it was Cade. I think it was Cade. He was like four. Yeah. And he got like a SWAT like on his wallet. Yeah. Dude, it fucked me up.
0: Yeah. Felt bad.
1: And it was, it was just one. Yeah. Like it's probably shit. Guys hitting a home run, probably yeah. get one. Yeah, coming in that. right. Yeah, and uh, and they laugh about it to this day. I'm like, oh, that was it. Yeah, that was it for me. I was just like, I couldn't. I didn't. I didn't want to
0: hitting your kid with a belt. Oh god! Because I mean, no. you and I both know kids. I hit, got the belt.
1: Yeah. God
0: no. Yeah. I because I just
1: to me it would have impacted our whole relationship. Yeah. Like everything would have been. Now I'm with you. I just. uh. Yeah, like it's my, uh, it's I don't know why it strikes me so funny, but my son Cade and I have this game right now where we're at Coronado and it'll be like, I'll just be like, hey, shut up. And he like grabs you by your collar. What'd you just say? And I'm like, nothing. Yeah, that's what I thought. You can keep your mouth shut. And then, or I'll do it back to him. And he'll be like, hey, shut up. And I grab him. I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, okay. And I don't know why. I don't know if he finds it funny. Jack thinks it's the stupidest game ever. But Kate and I, it it absolutely kills me every time. Because he's just like, it's like Mike in My Bodyguard. He's never even seen the movie. And he is that guy to a T. What'd you say? Oh, nothing. That's what I thought. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Just stupid. But if it actually was a situation... Or they spent years three through eight no getting kidding. a shit beat out of them. Yeah. We couldn't play that game. No way. No, nah, that sucks, man.
0: Hey, uh, Dan Williams. Want to talk about Dan and the great things he's doing? Again, besides wearing his loafers, man, he will get you out of debt. <laughs> Dan is absolutely the guy. Leanne wants to help you out. Wants to help you find your first home as well. Don't forget about Dan Williams. I'm telling you right now, one of the smartest moves you can make. The peace of mind after this phone call. Yeah. Can't even explain it. Look, 858-688-6813. Eight five eight six eight eight six eight one three. 688
1: 6813. Well, uh, Dan will be getting a call from me in the next couple of days because almost uh, two years to the day, well, not quite, but closing on two years, we finally settled today. Everything for the car accident. Good. By the way, shout out to my boys at Bata Fulkerson. You hear those guys advertise on the Padre games all the time? Yeah. Dude, I swear. Uh, Paul Bata and, and Dan and Taylor and everybody down there, Dave, man, holy cow. And this is not, they're not part of the group. I'm just telling you, you know, you get in a car accident like that and you don't know what's going on. You don't know, you just kind of walk away. And dude, I was fucked up. Yeah. And those dudes, so nice. Man, I called Paul today and just said, hey, man, I appreciate you. And and Dan and everybody, dude, there must've been 10 different people that were involved in it and, and worked and kept, you know what I love? They kept everything with the other side respectable. Yeah. They worked everything out. Everything's cool. We're all good. But a uh, little check. That's nice. Coming to Pony Boy. So, uh, yeah, I was like, you know what I should do? I should take Erica and Laura to a nice lunch at P.O.E.'s, bring you along and just say, hey, Yes. we're sorry for always teasing you on the show. Yes, but then Dan said that makes no sense. <laughs> we're gonna invest in AOL stock, so we're gonna get it all sorted out. But yeah, taxes are coming due. Everything's coming due, right? My buddy exactly was just right. like, "Oh, I gotta go get an alignment," or other things. It could be, "Hey, I want to go to Vegas. I want to go to Hawaii. Or go to spring training, season tickets, yeah, whatever you want to do." But you gotta make sure your finances are in line. Call Dan the Loafer
0: Man and let him know we said hi. He's going to kill us. <laughs> Kyle Flueger's your guy to help you with your website. Look, right now, if you're looking to build a brand new website, Kyle Flueger can do that. Kyle Flueger's your guy also to fix the website you have. Man, I must have bought 10 things today online. I just I do it all two. the time. Dude, I, yeah, none of it's tobacco, but I bought at least 10 things because, man, I, I'm just tired of parking the car, walking in, waiting for the right register. I always pick the wrong line. It's just so much easier. And guess what? Before you even got here, I just walked to my front door, and I I pulled everything out that I already ordered this morning. I mean, it's amazing how quick you get things. Kyle Flicker can help your business out. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621.
1: I'll tell you a story about that, and I know it's different, but my son has been trying to get a Spider-Man game. Now, I don't know much about Marvel, but there's a guy, Miles Morales, and it's a game that's very popular at this point. And uh, you can't find it in the stores. Stores are sold out. That's why I had to run to this Target the other night. Yeah, Ordered it online. Target tells me, hey, we got it. I get over the guy. goes, uh, sorry. No way. But he was great. He's like, oh, man, you didn't come far. Did you? I go, that oh, was literally two minutes away. Wasn't his fault. Um, but then we had to order online. And the one thing is, you order from Amazon? Oh, yeah, all the time.
0: But see, you have the benefit of being around but do you have a fear of things getting ripped off? No, the way my f- front door is, no, because you can't see what's in front of my door from the street, and, oh, I, that's I, good. and I have a gate and dude, I got cameras, everything. Oh, you know, literally as soon as you walk in, my phone will go off, even if I'm not here to take a, to show me a video who's who just walked in my on my property.
1: The one thing is because my at my place people are gone all day, and and so I figure if you're ordering th- something, yeah. unless you're ordering socks, right? I'm yeah. always like, ah, is this thing going to get ripped off? Yeah. Or is this going to get stolen? So I started using the Amazon lockers. Do you have lockers? Do you have the Amazon lockers around here somewhere? And so this was really cool. So my son ordered the game and I had it sent to a locker kind of over by his house. He's out at dinner with his mom tonight. I go, hey, your thing just got delivered. I'm going by to see Jack. You want me to get it? He goes, yeah, that'd be great. I take Jack. I go, hey, let's go check this thing out. Well, Dave, you go and the amazon app you update it right and you allow amazon to hook up to your bluetooth and it hooks to your bluetooth and it says okay are you there now the answer yeah it says hit this button hit this button and this locker pops open and inside's the package but i mean i don't know i just get i'd hate for it was 40 bucks it's not like a game's 400 people get
0: ripped off all the time on the news or online all the time
1: and, and it was super cool. Yeah. And so you just go get it. But it's just, that's the thing. When you go to the store, and nothing gets Target, but you go to the store, you got to, Dave just said it. You got to park. You got to deal with lines. Feels like every store we go in now, and, and maybe I'm just the one who recognizes it. And trust me, I don't live my life scared. But it feels like every store you go into, somebody is recovering from emphysema. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, hey, hey, how about putting that mouth in the elbow? Haven't you learned anything for two years? You did consider a little prick?
0: The woman's like, what? Shut up. I always get the shitty cart or I get the girl at the- at Every that. cart is
1: shitty. Why don't we start that? Why don't you,
0: me, and Walchiff
1: start building shopping carts that actually work? And then we can retire to Belize
0: i always get the one girl at target that every time i buy something oh my boyfriend loves this my boyfriend loves this my boy and i I don't know your boyfriend yeah what do you buy a canoe dude it could be anything oh my my boyfriend loves pop tarts i mean it could be anything dude yeah holy fuck just fucking throw it in the bag come on
1: jesus get going i got nothing to do let's get this rolling you got a show to
0: record in four days (laughs)
1: <laughs> Where, do you have to Where do you have to be? Be nice to her. Oh, forget You'd it. You'd be the guy that, you know, every time Dude, I go I see to Target. I one
0: girl, I literally would go into another line with 80 people to avoid this one girl. She drives me nuts. That's Little sad. bony arm. She could barely pick up anything. I get laundry <laughs> detergent. Good God. She needs the fucking brace like they wear at Home Depot on her back. Jesus. I've never seen a 29-year-old girl with a mustache either, but, but <laughs> like she that. has one of those too. You get worse. I know and worse. right. Other people listening go. I know exactly Lori, what girl you're talking about.
1: My lovely friend Lori Burtman said the other day. You know the show's gotten very sexist. And I said, it's not me. It's always it's been, been this way. Yeah, it's been Dave. <laughs> I said, listen, sweetie. Can you imagine? Look, sweetheart. I go. What? Don't drag me down. Burtman, very sexist. Yeah. Your New Year's resolution? How about being respectful? You know, half our audience doesn't even have any lips come here.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. How old are okay. they and how much are they worth? I'm ready. January 12th. Okay. This is interesting. Okay. To me, it's interesting. All right. <laughs> First one is Rush Limbaugh.
1: Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Listen, man, you can say whatever you want about him, Plate. You better pay respect to him. We got good beds because of him. Mattress firm.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. It sounded like
1: I better tell the rest of that story. No. I like Dave was doing something borderline illegal to get a free bed. <laughs> um God dang. I must say he would have been I us say he would have been
0: 77. 72. Yeah. Yeah, 72. Dude, 600 million? Exactly right. I can't believe it. Yeah can't believe it another one is no longer with us kirsty alley oh wow um 63 i have 70 on here dude really Most 70 sorry 71 71 god that's crazy yeah um she seemed really cool Ah, don't know about that oh, boy. not a fan because of scientology no not scientology she just went a little fucking nuts to me as far as i told you man i'm a Person that likes people that show compassion. I thought you said zero, zero compassion over the last four years. A little crazy. Um. So, all right, let's play the game. No, I'd be with Katie Temple for dinner in a second, if that's your question.
1: Yeah, probably would I probably cool. I throw
0: a one? I would not throw a one.
1: All right. Yeah, Katie. Hey, I'll be there shortly. Yeah. Just find him parking. <laughs> uh, Godspeed to Curse Ellie. Um, 72. I don't think it's going to be a crazy number. I'm going
0: to say 8 million. Forty million dollars. Really? Yeah, forty million dollars in. Fuck, I don't know. Look who's talking. I have no idea. Ah, great movie. No idea. Howard Stern. Dude. Uh, I should know this, right? Look at these are all on January twelfth. Yeah. That's really
1: good. I think he's I think he's sixty eight. Sixty nine. Okay. Fuck. Uh dude, he's gotta be close to seven hundred million.
0: A little more. Really? Yeah. 850 And it says between $800 and $1 billion. Yeah. Yeah. Good on him, man. Yeah. Dude, every
1: day still brings it. J.B. Smoove on there today. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was good. It's always good. It still brings yeah. it, man. All right. The last one on here, right? This is okay. easily when we do these, how much are they worth? The wealthiest guy of the year. Oh, Jeff, okay. Jeff Bezos.
1: Oh, yeah. With Lauren Sanchez.
0: Yeah. How about that move?
1: Used to sit did were you sitting next to me when we were in the press box. Yeah, I've
0: sat with Lauren Sanchez before. She was cool. Yeah, she used to date Tony Gonzalez. Or was right. married to Tony Gonzalez, yeah.
1: But like sometimes the the I mean, she was national when they were doing Fox yeah. out of LA. So not at the same level that you would say Tracy Wolfson or Aaron Andrews, but she was Yeah, she never made it to the top. No, but she was On that, uh, good looking girl. Yeah. And remember when fricky and Oberman, yeah. Alan Massingale, they were all doing that show from staples. Yeah. She was part of that crew. Yeah. And, uh, she would come down and cover charger games. Yeah, she did. But I think she sat right behind us
0: and she was, yeah, like she was, she was was really good looking. Um, now she's sitting there doing the Thursday night games, sitting next to Jeff Bezos at those Amazon games. And then, um, and then her ex is right there on the field, you know? Oh, that's funny.
1: Um, I think she's say she's now
0: him. How much is he worth?
1: Oh, Jeff Bezos, sorry. Yeah. Um let's say he's fifty nine. Exactly
0: right. Okay. How do they think you'd get that. Let's say fifty nine. Let's say forty four billion. One hundred and ten billion. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit! It's right. Why does he buy the Angels? Why does he buy a lot? Yeah. Hey, interesting
1: name up for the Angels. Okay. Joe Lacob, owner oh, really? of the Golden State Warriors. Wow, making a run at him. I'd I love think it. that'd be great, right? Yeah. Uh, as a kid, went to Angel games. Yeah. Because they also say the guy that is the owner of the LA Times is interested in the really? Angels, but he's run the LA Times into the ground. Done the terrible owns the Union Tribune, too. Yeah,
0: but it's kind of the newspaper business isn't very good anymore.
1: No, I got well yeah. the UT compared to the LA Times, the UT is amazing. The LA Times, he's completely killed. But Joe Lacobe, yeah. who owns the Warriors, is a legit player for the Angels. I just think for for those that have enjoyed going up there and watching Mike Trout and Shohei and yeah. have been a little frustrated about the product, man considering what he's done. But it's interesting because Peter Gruber owns
0: part of the Dodgers. Well, the talk is that the Dodgers are, you know, we thought a year ago the Dodgers are going to be up for sale. Yeah, well, now that they're they. under the luxury tax, you wonder, are the Dodgers going to be for sale? Yeah, I mean, Joe Lacobe. I mean, here's the deal. They, they get Miguel Rojas today, the yeah. Dodgers, just as a reserve infielder, as a backup guy. Possible shortstop, yeah, right? Yeah, if Lugs can't fucking do it. But again, it's they aren't like spending any them. money. He was former Dodgers, started with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. But it's um, you kind of wonder, are they staying below the luxury tax, not only for a move out of Otani, but also at the same time, are they really looking to trade that team? I mean, sell that team.
1: Well, I think they'll be very, very interested to see what Artie gets for the Angels. Exactly right.
0: I'm with you. But, I mean. Let's say he buys the Angels. Does he move the team up to uh, closer to downtown L.A.? The L.A. area? No, I think he's from Orange County. Okay.
1: When he says the kid, he used to go to Angel Games there. No, I think what he probably does, if he buys it, I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to revisit the deal that Artie had to develop all that land. Yeah.
0: Because he has been a big disappointment. Huge, yeah. right? Not what we thought.
1: No. But, yeah, keep an eye on Joe Lacobe because if Joe Lacobe buys the Angels, then everything gets pretty interesting, not only for what happens with the Dodgers, But also, does Shohei come off the market?
0: All right, here we go. Five random questions. Okay. Would you rather have to do physical labor in the hot sun or the freezing cold? Oh, I like that. Uh, Freezing cold. I would go freezing cold, too. Yeah. The hot sun would completely suck. Could you Uh, do the job that Devin does? uh, Snow plowing? Yeah. No, that's why I like him so much. I I think I I I could do that. I, I think that job would not bother me.
1: I think you'd be Jeremy Renner.
0: Day one, you son of a bitch. Too soon. I think first day. You're by yourself. You just have to listen to whatever you want to listen to. No one's going to bother you.
1: I I think it's like like coloring. It's not like coloring. (laughs) I think you're completely like our friend. Either these two goofballs, completely dismissing what that kid does. Man, I grew up in Minneapolis. You would watch these guys. What does he do
0: when it's not snowing?
1: I'm sure there's plenty of work to do. Going around, I don't know, maybe driving some bus. You think so? I
0: don't know, school bus? No. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Bartends? Devin, I know you're going to listen to this shit. you got to let us know what he the hell you He told me did.
1: tonight he was going to ignore the first part of the show. I said, you're not ignoring anything. You like hearing your name like these two.
0: <laughs> two <old> friends. <laughs> you're right now, he's going to be in that snow plow in about one hour. I put think, their fucking ear pods in uh, I'm going to gonna this say this. Uh, Devin,
1: you tell me if I'm wrong. A friend Devin lives up in Oregon. I thought he was up in Seattle. In Seattle? That's where it is. Pacific Northwest. I knew it was up there. And he's been driving a snowplow. Yeah. I don't even think you could hang riding shotgun. Oh, I couldn't.
0: Sitting there drinking your hot chocolate. I'd be like, uh, who's the dude in The Shining who's trying to get to the house? (laughs) What's his scatman, (laughs) Crothers? Oh, shit. That's
1: amazing. All right. I don't want the coyote to bite you anymore. That was pretty funny, but no, dude, that that job. And plus, you're just sitting out there, yeah. And you know you got people coming out of the house. Hey, where you been?
0: I gotta get to work. It sounds like he's doing it in the middle of the night, though, all the time, doesn't it? Yeah, but
1: yeah, and then he wakes up and everything you've just cleared, you got to go
0: out and do it again. That's true.
1: And I'm sure riding in that plow not really like riding in your a Tesla. Back. It's yeah. not exactly
0: good for your back.
1: Yeah, no. That's why I said if I was the mayor, I'd give that kid the key to the city. And uh, Thelma and Louise here shot that idea down.
0: <laughs> All right, would you rather have a personal housekeeper or a personal chef?
1: I should ask you since you have
0: both. <laughs> I don't know what kind of do. I, I literally, the questions were written as made, but I'm not allowed to say made anymore.
1: Um, Rita does all your cooking, and you have a woman who comes
0: through and cleans your house. So, that's true. Who's the most valuable? Personal chef. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, cl- I'm clean. I clean for myself, but I can't yeah. cook for myself. God, have you used the grill at all? Never. Never have. Does Josh use the grill? No, Jake used to do all the time. Jake would cook. Like, Jake yeah. loved it. Yeah, Josh can cook. I can't cook, man. Ah. Now that Josh moved away, honestly, they cook every again? night. No, he's uh, he's headed back in about a week and a half.
1: Okay, that's good. I gotta see him before he goes. Um, uh, I would say, yeah, I clean up after myself. So I would say the cook yeah, would yeah. be kind of cool. Do not yeah. have
0: to worry about it. Think how much time you'd save. Yeah, just saying. Hey, this is what I want tonight.
1: Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, because I don't. I like doing my own laundry. Yeah, right.
0: Me too. Keep no, everything no clean. Yeah, I'm with you. What do you? <laughs> i was thinking of our good friend ernie martinez with this question okay. would you rather vomit on your hero or have your hero vomit on you Did somebody vomit on ernie no ernie <laughs> i love this story about ernie ernie is was a diehard steelers fan okay and the steelers are playing the raiders at the la coliseum and yeah. ernie's favorite player is donnie shell okay and so the raiders always wear black at home they're wearing yeah. white jerseys yellow pants the steelers are and Ernie goes over to Donnie Shell with two orange Gatorades because he might be dehydrated. Oh, my God. So right before the game, Ernie loses his balance and spills orange Gatorade all over the front oh, of Donnie Jesus. Shell's white jersey. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, like just stains his jersey. You sure this game Ernie? even starts? Ernie's a grown man. He's like in high school. He's like going to Escondido High School. And he spilled all over? Two cups all over the front of his jersey of his hero. Ask him about it tomorrow when he's here. Oh, him. I will. There has never been. nightmare. There's
1: never been a more blatant one-sided trade than the trade that Upper Deck pulled off to get Ernie <laughs> Martinez away from iHeart. I have never, he's so great, he's immediately loved by everybody yeah. in the building, except me. <laughs> so he, he comes by and he does this move all the time. And I know he doesn't listen to this. So I'm in my office and he does the move where he where he hits the, the you know, like where your door shuts. Yeah. Kind of like the part right there, the wall. I jump every time and he does it. And today came in and his bullshit line was, Hey, talk around the campfire is. (laughs) It's funny already. He goes, uh, this is like three o'clock. This is like three o'clock in the afternoon. And he's got his full jacket on. And uh, I said, Hey man, get comfortable. Like probation's over. You work here. Like we love you. Like, where are you going? What are you playing the back nine? What are you doing? This fucking guy, Martinez. By the way, Mark Wilkins and Matt Friars who works there. Sam yep. Nahar, Just the nicest guys. Oh, cool. We're thrilled to have them. They don't start anything. I didn't know they were all there. Yeah. That's cool. Mark Wilkins has done a great job. We've had Sam for about a month. It's I love these guys. It's so great. The biggest pain in the ass is Martinez. So he comes by. Ah, fuck. <laughs> what? He says, hey. Talk around the campfire is you threw the towel in about two hours ago. Get it together. (laughs) (laughs) Every day, it's usually him. He's been visiting with our president. I told you, hey, I'm heading to, you know, our president's nickname is Mosh. Hey, I'm heading to to Mosh's. I'm sure you got the invite. (laughs) We absolutely stole that kid from iHeart. iHeart sucks. And they suck because they let great guys like that walk out the building.
0: Have you ever used the phrase talk around the campfire? No, that's why it was so great. I had no comeback at all. He
1: completely, but he does this move. Like a complete, like the like the boss in office space. Yeah. Hey, you know, talk around the campfires. You threw the towel in about two hours ago. I said, try about two years ago.
0: <laughs> now get the hell out of here! Yeah, my team loves him, loves him. Oh my gosh! All right, here we go. A couple more questions. Would you rather okay. be royalty a thousand years ago or an average person today? <laughs> That's
1: fun. No, I don't want to be royalty a thousand years ago. Yeah. And watch these guys being fed to the lions.
0: Yeah. Nobody smells good. Deodorant wasn't invented. Right. I don't like that question at all. I guess I'll just be, be an me. average person. There you go. Yeah. Here we go. Would you rather lose all your teeth? <laughs> or would you rather lose a day of your life every time you kiss someone? Oh, that's funny. i will lose the day of my life. Yeah, me too. Dude, I, fuck. I would never leave the house. Yeah. I would never. You
1: can't I- eat corn on the cob. You yeah. my buddy Kenny, who works at the track. Hey, Dave, uh, let me know when you're at the last question. That was it. Shout out to our friend, Crystal Fernandez Dryford, yes. somebody who means so much to this show. Uh really, one of the main reasons we met, right? I think I met you through Crystal Fernandez.
0: Yeah, I met Crystal in 95. Uh, I
1: think she uh, introduced us. Or did I meet her
0: through you? I think I introduced you to her. Well, I like it the other way around.
1: Okay. <laughs> but uh, Crystal is somebody that we love around here. Yeah,
0: I met Crystal when she worked for the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't... Dude, he, he, I tell you how cool she is. I know you're going to say something great, so I want you to say it. Yeah. But real quick. So, Crystal works for the Dodgers in '95. I happen to be up at Dodger Stadium with the Padres. The Padres are up there. I happen to be at Dodger Stadium in the dining room. Yeah. I sit in my seat. And Dodger Stadium, all the Dodger dogs you can eat, all, A the, lot. all the ice cream you can eat when you're in the press. Oh, uh, yeah. So, she just happens to be in the press box because she, she was working with the media. I didn't look at her. She, great looking girl. Amazing. Didn't talk to her, didn't look at her. Everyone hits on her. Always has been. And I get my fucking 80 Dodger dogs, go back to my seat, like Ben Maller. <laughs> and then yeah. She, at the end of the night, she comes up to me. She goes, you know, where do you get off? And I go, <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? And she's like, what do you mean? You know? And I, trust me, I know she's smoking hot. And mm-hmm. she goes, everyone in here goes out of their way to say hi to me. You're the only guy that just completely blew me off. What's your problem? Yeah. And from there, it just turned into a funny-ass uh, relationship, and we became super close friends. You're super close with her. And she does mean a lot to us.
1: I like Dave. I love her. She's the story that we tell on this show a lot that she used to live uh, right by Balboa Park. We had been out about six of us at new news. Yeah. I was living in La Costa at the time and we came back to her house and Crystal had enjoyed the night. And she was now in the bathroom afraid that she was going to get sick. Well, I had to drive back to La Costa, and I was like, I was fine, but I had to use the bathroom. So I go in, and she's hugging the bowl. Well, I gotta go, so I just gently take my foot, and I put it right on her hip, and I just you know, like she was built of balsa wood. She was just a strong girl, yeah, but not that night. So I just moved her aside. <laughs> I just now she's on the floor. Uh, uh, and I just, am going and all of a sudden I just hear, oh, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, so she's getting sick. So now you want to go because that smell is going to make me sick. Yeah. So I finish. <laughs> she's still there on the ground, not aware of what's going on. And <laughs> I cut out. I'm like, all right, everybody. Well, I got to run. I'll see you. Thanks for having a great night. So next day, I call, I go, hey, how's it going? She goes, oh, it's so weird. I I didn't feel well. And so I went into the bathroom because I knew I was going to get sick. Yeah. And I was pretty sure I was lined up okay. But then when I got <laughs> sick, I was getting sick all over the rug. I don't know what happened. I'm an honest guy. He told her. I, go, I know what happened. She goes, oh, what happened? And then I said, I used the bathroom. So I put my foot on your hip, moved your ass right out of the way. What? <laughs> and uh, but she also is. Uh, Bill Pugh was hiring Sean Salisbury and John Fricky to be the morning show at six ninety, and uh, I had been producing for Hank, and Sean uh, wanted me to go work with him and John, so I go meet with Bill Pugh at the Outback Steakhouse on Rancho Penasquitas. and we're talking about this show. And Bill's like, I want to bring a sports anchor in from Denver. I said, Denver? What are you do with Denver? They're going to be a Bronco fan, a Rockies fan. I said, knowing Crystal's a Dodger fan. I said, you've got a girl right here in San Diego who's great. You know, it's the Padres, everybody. Hire Crystal Fernandez. Well, the girl from Denver was Julie Brown. Yeah. And so they've turned to be friends. But the point of this being is she has been such an important part of our lives for... Gosh, Jay, probably 30 years? Almost. Uh, She's now married to former Dodger, Darren Dryford. They have a beautiful family together. And rarely do you see something on social media that's great. Today, we did. And it was Crystal ringing the bell after cancer treatments. And, man, if that doesn't stop you in your tracks, when you see it anywhere, right? You may see those for people you don't even know. I love when people post it, whether it's kids or their parents or grandparents, and people ring that bell but when it's somebody that has meant so much to us, I'm telling you, man, it was incredible. She looked absolutely amazing, as she always has. But I just feel, Dave, that we wouldn't be doing our part of our friends uh, if we just didn't say how much we love her. Darren Dryford came down to, to Jake's memorial. Yep. Jake loved the Dodgers. And I tell you what, you guys know, I don't I don't like the Dodgers, but I love Vin Scully and I love Darren Dreyfurt yeah. because two of the best guys we've ever met. And, uh, and so yeah, for crystal and for Darren and their family today, I just, I know Dave from the bottom of your heart and from the bottom of my heart, Vita, Jack Cade, man, I just couldn't be
0: more excited for her. You know, she, um, I'll say this. So she comes to San Diego because it was her son's birthday, her youngest son. And, uh, she said to me, she goes, I'm in San Diego for two days. I really want to, uh, get a chance to see if you have a chance. And so, I said, give me a call. I'll make time. I, was, I yeah. think I was going to Chicago the next day. Oh, right. And um, she didn't call, and then she called me, and she was at the game. They went back-to-back games, Dodgers, Padres. And uh, she called me from Petco like, during the game. Yeah. And she I, she said, look, we aren't going to be able to catch up. You know, this is my son's birthday weekend or birthday week, and she goes, I've been so sick this whole summer. I haven't been able to do anything with him. I feel like I'm, you know, ripping him off. So this was what he wanted to do. And so uh, then she goes on to tell me that she has cancer. Now, anyone who's ever been in the situation is a close friend. When someone tells you they have cancer, it's extremely scary for everybody. And, man, she starts to, like, tear up on the phone. I'm tearing up on the phone. I felt so so bad for her because she's a mom of the other three sons are from Darren's previous marriage. Correct. This is her youngest son. And I know through her mind she's like, I'm not going to see my son grow up. Yeah. And this, what's he, 10 years old? Yeah, beautiful kid and um dude i just felt so bad for her and i was so scared for her and she went through like 80 radiation treatments and two two surgeries chemo chemo, and then she beat it today she rang the bell and so today was a great day i I just sent her a note on instagram i haven't talked to her today um i'm sure a million people have reached out but that's kind of what i thought anyone who's ever been through that through this thing with a a very close friend today was a good day yeah
1: and so uh as much fun as we had and goofing around know uh, that we're doing it i would say dave with a with a huge smile on her face today uh, for our love for crystal for darren and their entire family uh yeah kudos to her and uh and thoughts to anybody whether it's you individually or somebody in your family man we've been we've been living it with her and uh to watch her ring that bell today was incredibly exciting absolutely all
0: right we'll see you guys on sunday you good i am fucking see <laughs> yeah we'll be here sunday all right i'll we'll see you sunday
2: Like they're making the USA. That guy with the attitude, you better go away. A five cent video game put a smile on my face. that stop sign was rather but I ran it anyway. Soundproof fence and a handyman cussing on TV. What Californian cussed their own Christmas tree? Or you better watch out for that sneaky back screen door. I laugh so hard I almost fell.